Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Welcome to episode, what's this, five? Yeah, five. five. Welcome to episode five of the Talk Eat Art podcast. Yes. It's the tea for today. And I'm here with, well, I didn't even say who I'm with. It's your boy Ashley again, here with. Hey, Chef Weirdo, checking in. Checking in. Where are you checking in from? If y'all can't tell, he's calling in right now. We FaceTiming him through on this this installment of the of the T Podcast. Where, where are you hey. at? Uh, I am in Atlanta, like our home. You guys always hear us talking about it. Hey, hey. home. How's home? Uh, so Beautiful far, as always. Yeah, I mean, it. like, let's see. Uh, I got picked up at the airport by Sasha Bo. Hey, so. but... Right, you know, so that was that was beautiful. We got to catch up, get some drinks and stuff. Again, you know, right when we get out the airport, beautiful black people, just beautiful people. Like it's amazing. Uh, the restaurant we went to, they were playing. It's just it's just so nice to go in a restaurant and sit down, listen to rap music and like music that has some bounce to it. Like good time, yeah. good time. And then I then I got home. And I was greeted by my nephew at the door, and that was like gold. <laughs> gold. Like he was super excited. Like just you know, my brothers are all here, mom. So it's it's it was a nice first day back. That's what's up. That was that's what's up. Well, I, I, you might as well just tell us about uh, your trip. Where where were you before you got to Atlanta? What were you doing? Tell us everything, because I know you told the listeners what you were about to be doing on the last episode. So Whatever. tell us how everything went. Okay, so you know yesterday uh, I got to go speak at Ivy Hill Prep. Uh, yeah. We did a Apple Nachos demo. The kids were super excited. It ended up, so it was like just kindergarten and first grade, um, which they it's crazy because when you see the, the difference from like kindergartners like to second grade, um, just in how fast they develop, the, the way that they can uh, formulate questions yeah. is crazy. Um, but working with the kindergartners and first graders, it's like you really got to keep their attention. So you really got to like, you got to be hype. You got to be just like make them happy. Like match their energy. A, yeah, like uh-huh. everything has to be a game. Like with them. So that that was fun. The the principal there. So she's a a black woman uh, that was like grew up in this area of Brooklyn, and she started this uh, charter school. Right. So. It, it was just, it's even just crazy to see, like, all that you could tell all the work that she's put in. Um, when I wasn't in the classroom teaching and I would go into a classroom and I would see her, like, she was super firm with the kids, mm-hmm. but in a way that you could tell, like, she only wants them to succeed and right. she wants, like, the best out of that. Well, that's, yeah, you can't be mad at that. Hell no. Nice. Like, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing and it's like we need more of that and just when you see people of color, like, giving back to their community in that way yeah. you know it's it's dope and also we got i got a shout out uh jitania for for even like because you know i reached out to this school because i went and spoke at her school in uh in new york mm-hmm. and then you know she put me on to to her homegirl that started this school because they're friends and and pretty much now she, she was like anytime you're in new york let me know like we want you at the school yeah. so just Another way to go back and give back to the community, really. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to Jatanya. Yeah. That's what they yeah. want. 
Yeah, but other than that, I just caught up with, uh, you know, a lot of our friends, you know, Ash Miles, like, you know. Hey, just, some more day ones. What would you say? Some more day ones. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, people that have been support, because even, like, they brought up a lot of the stuff, like, we did originally with Inagami, because um, if you remember, Miles did, like, one of our first Inagami shoots with Ash and, like, yeah. other people. Uh, he was, like, he, he pulled up his hard drive that, like, he was, like, kind of like that one hard drive that you have where you can't get you lost all that shit but like he has it and he's trying to figure like he's like i just gotta hold on to this like i don't it don't matter like he's tried to get the information off but he's like i just can't like <laughs> i know that feeling man <laughs> i still got like three old laptops sitting around <laughs> and honestly at some point you might be able to get the stuff off of them yeah i'm gonna try again Never letting go. Just pulling out the archives, maybe, and then just do like a ten year reunion art show and just put all that old artwork. Even though I'm probably gonna hate it all when I look at it, but hey, but it's brand new to the world and they'll appreciate it. Yeah. But how was your week? How's your week been? What you been on? I I've seen some of like the stuff you've been doing. I'm excited. Uh, I've really been chilling. I I did a shoot. Uh, a shoot that I've been planning a while. The day the the people who who've been around me know, uh, they've heard the term "Dear Victoria." For me, it's a concept that I thought of probably what like two or three years ago, something yeah, like that. Like solid three. Solid like, three years ago. Yeah. So this is just an idea that's been building, and it has to do with uh, uh classical representation. Uh, so maybe I'm taking like old classical works, Victorian eras, uh, early industrial eras, and just reworking some of the work to, to show minorities. Because if you look at most of the art from that era, you know, we, there just isn't that much representation. So I spent like three years collecting dresses that are actually from different time pieces and fabrics and all this stuff. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm very methodical that way. So like, I want the pieces in there to actually be from the era that I'm trying to represent. So it's been a whole thing, and I'm finally starting to execute a concept that has been building for such a long time. So, yeah, I'm excited. Keep your eyes peeled. Um, still probably going to be a while until people see these, but... <laughs> yeah. did, you work, you were working with the, um, did you work with a makeup artist out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I worked with Talia. Shout out to her. She, she did makeup and she modeled, so... Oh, yeah, she okay, was wearing word. she was wearing four different pairs of shoes. <laughs> well, two pairs, four shoes, right? Two pairs Wait. is four shoes. Okay, so you're saying like she was wearing the makeup shoes and she was wearing the model shoes. So two pairs, four shoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. I I guess I feel like I I thought the term was like you're wearing different pants, but maybe or different uh, hats. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, shout out to Tulia, a- <laughs> and no, shout no, out no, to no, Malay, right, right, right. both out, of them. And uh, speaking of Malay, she she like listens to the podcast heavily, so she's gonna hear this. But yeah, cause she always be hitting me up and just telling me like, "Yo, I love the podcast. This is this." So shout out yeah. to her. Yeah, they killed it. The like, yeah, I couldn't be happier with how everything turned out. It came out like they even kept asking me, "Is it is it turning out the way you envisioned?" They like they were just trying to make sure they were doing, you know, essentially. Well, no, I mean, but that's good. Like you want models that like yeah. 
yeah. you can work with in that way. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then I, I told Malay that she's probably my favorite model that I've worked with out here in Seattle since I've been here. Yeah. But <laughs> for that reason, though, she she's very, like, one, she knows how to pose. She's in tune with her body, and she's not afraid to feel awkward, which is which is what holds most models back. It's like, I feel weird, or this is, or that weird, like, to well, really thrive as a model, you just have to do it. Just try it. And if it looks good, the photographer will catch it. If it doesn't, they just not. <laughs> well, and then are you really, like, I, are you really, like, a model if you're not necessarily, like, that, like, embracing, like, that willingness of, like, because you do do a lot of awkward, weird stuff, like, when you model. I mean, and I'm not no model by no means but we have shot together and sometimes when we've shot like we've we've shot in the cold like where i don't have to like yeah. like that's not that's not comfortable like that's not yeah. something like you know yeah like let me do this like this is great but it's funny because <laughs> asia uh, a lot of people know that asia is like one of my day one visas i've done a lot of work with her but she told me there was a day when she realized <laughs> that she, when she's shooting with me the work isn't about her at all. <laughs> she said, I realized that you are you have a vision and you're trying to put out a vision and the ultimate end goal is the final product and the piece of art that you're trying to create. The model is not the focus of the picture. They are just a part of the picture. No, it's like exactly because <laughs> models are supposed to be like, and that's one thing. I think we've even had this conversation where a lot of people, I think, used to wonder, like, why do people want models to not have tattoos and, like, not have their hair dyed and things like that. But it's really because then you're a lot more, you're more of, like, a, a canvas. canvas. Yeah, yeah, you're a blank slate that, yeah. like, you, you can work with. And I, so and so I get it. It is changing. You are seeing, like, the, the modeling industry evolve. But Well, I think because more industries are becoming driven by personalities. So is that, that that's what's changing that part of it. Like super, the superstar and the person behind everything, and people having that connection with a certain person is what's driving a lot of brands. So I think that's what's changing the, the modeling industry. But yeah, yeah, I, I ain't mad at it at all because it's bringing more representation. Because no, exactly. Did, like don't. I mean, I, I love you know tattoos, having hair dyed, like all yeah. that. Like I think that that is dope. But you know, again, when you are. Sh- to the point of what we were saying, just what makes it easy. Like I, I get it, but you can still do that with a, with a person that's tattooed and hair dyed. It's a little bit more work, but it, it works. Yeah, for sure, you can definitely do it. But uh, yeah, shout out to them. They killed it for me. It's definitely was happy with the work, and I'm excited to do this next part. I plan. I have like at least three more scenes to shoot. A part of this collection. For every okay, work. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure, yeah. yeah. That's another conversation we can talk about. No, no, <laughs> we can talk about that off air. But, yeah. So, <laughs> what about, what, what we got for trending topics this week? Like, trending what, what's going on topics, in the world? News. There's all type of stuff. We're going to talk. Okay, I feel like this is a good place to start. Let's, let, have you been seeing this Gucci versus the Breakfast Club stuff? OMG. No, what? Is, no, no, no. What? No. Really? Gucci, like Gucci, man. Yeah, so you don't know that him and like uh, Angelique got beef? Okay, that's actually funny just because you 
Angela, like, so now, like, what, what's their beef? <laughs> well, it, I mean, it, it started a long time ago, but, like, uh, when Gucci got out, he had an interview with the Breakfast Club, and he, you know, they were just talking, and then, like, you know, Gucci said something about back in the day, Angela tried to get at him, and oh. she tried to, like, lie. Well, I don't know oh. the truth, so so she, she denied it. I'm not going to say she tried to lie, because that would be me implying that she's telling, she is telling a lie, but she denied it, and then... Gucci was just like, you really gonna sit here and lie about it? So after that, An- Angela was very mad, and apparently they, her and Envy banned Gucci from the Breakfast Club. So he was mad that they had him banned. Wait, her, her Hold on, there's Envy. yeah, because Envy was taken in the back of his, of An- Angela. Wait, let me continue. And uh, then uh, Angela and Envy did this thing called. Uh, something's court people's court or something like that and they were talking about they were talking about gucci essentially and gucci got mad that they were sitting there on the show talking about him behind his back and they banned him from the show instead of like saying it to right. his face because he can't do nothing yeah so he was he was mad at envy but i mean angela because you know she was the main one who the few was between but then he was just really mad at envy because he's like you a man and you sitting here right. talking That's shit about so he he just had an interview with Charlemagne, and this is what Gucci said. Oh, he only had an interview with Charlemagne. I love I love yeah. the fact that he left. And this is what Gucci said. What are you gonna say? Like, that was people gonna see this and be like, he must be banned because why they not in the uh, <laughs> why they not in the studio? But for the record, he's not banned. I don't even know where that came from. It came from that punk ass bitch, man. And DJ Envy, he's a pussy too. Envy did it too. Envy's pussy, man. Pussy. He scared. When he even scared to come. You know he's scared. Where he at? I didn't know he was supposed to be here. He wasn't gonna come. He wasn't gonna come because the day they did that people squirt thing and you wasn't there, <laughs> he was there. Him and uh. The girl, whatever. So he ain't had the nuts to come after he did. Bro. I knew. It. I was gonna confront him too. I was say, hey, man, you know, you got something to say to me? I just want to see what he was gonna say. Cause he seemed like he had something he wanted to say to him. I don't think so. So I gonna give his, you know, I gonna get him his face to face because mm-hmm. I ain't no man. Him had no issue. But I do got an issue with him too. I got an issue with him now. I'm stepped to him. I'm not saying. Just like he stepped to the people were talking about his wife. And they came up there. Yeah. He confronted them. Yeah, so I'm gonna confront him about what him and Angela did. And if he come at me wrong, I'm gonna slap the shit out of him. It's just on him. It ain't gonna be his first time getting shot. Yeah, but uh, like late, like apparently uh, during the People's Court thing, they or recently uh, they played a interview or something. They made a comment about Gucci's wife. So that's what set him off the edge. But he even goes further, like later in the interview, to say like. He's he like actively looking for DJ Envy, like he wants to see that nigga. Charlemagne was like, I'll, I'll set up a call between y'all. He was like, Nah, nah, I don't need to talk to him on the phone. I, I, I'm gonna see that nigga. And we know Gucci. We from Atlanta. Yeah, we from know Atlanta. Gucci. Yeah, we we like, know Gucci. <laughs> like, let's like, not act like this nigga was not just like yeah. locked up. Yeah. So they they brought they, I mean, they done brought the old I, Gucci back out. <laughs> yeah. So for so my perspective and like I mean and this is I feel like. We've even heard the, uh, like, I don't know, what's the right word for it? I don't know, maybe, like, the shade that people have dropped towards DJ Envy anyways, but, because he really does make it bad for us light-skinned people. Like, <laughs> the, like, no, like, literally, like, what are you, 
why would you even do do something like one you ban somebody like even the, the the premise of like why you're saying that he was banned from the show because he said that angela like hit on him back in the day and now like you're up and he called her out and that made her like it just seems so silly in the first place yeah like you're yeah it started that. over something so small which, and then you guys made it something bigger. So then when he actually they shouldn't have dragged it on one. But that's but that's what I'm saying right there. Like then they turned it into something where he probably would have like let it slide. And now it's like you're disrespecting me. Yeah. Like especially once you bring his wife into the situation because she had yeah. Like what, do what, 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 what does his wife have to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, my question, what really why I brought it up is because. I saw some people saying that uh, Charlamagne was fake for doing this interview with Gucci and uh, putting it out when he was talking this reckless about his co-host and the uh, part two of that. Uh, if you if you watched any, because you know how I watch the Breakfast Club in the morning before I go to work, they you can kind of notice it a little bit. And it, people have definitely been saying it in the comments and stuff, but there you can definitely see that now Angela is kind of upset about the interview. Because, like, you know how even they'll, like, play around with each other to have these conversations and side conversations outside of the work topic and stuff? It seems like that's been a little bit minimal. The energy has just shifted. And Envy has, hasn't been there. He's, he's been on vacation. But, yeah. And they haven't talked about it at all on the show. So, yeah, do you feel like Charlemagne is wrong, or do you feel like he is just doing what he does? It's his job. Um, yeah, just uh, tell me your thoughts. I don't want to put any uh, ideas in your head. Okay, I'll give, like, I'll, I'll give you kind of a few my, a few sentiments that I have towards it. I mean, one, at the end of the day, like, I'm already telling you, I think it's silly, like, that it even went this far. So I feel like he kind of, like, played as the middleman anyways in the situation i'm not saying he diffused the situation because clearly like i mean from what we just heard like the situation wasn't diffused but at, at, at the end of the day at least like that we were able to hear from like somebody that was a part of like this original whatever like the beef was yeah and and was willing to at least like hear out like gucci side because at the end of the day like it could have just kept being biased and you would only heard like you know what angela and dj and dj envy are saying on their side where where i feel like you know him coming in it makes it a little less biased but at the same time i could i could understand if if you guys are like supposed to be a unit and you like because at the end of the day like I feel like we kind of have, like, an unspoken code, like, if I make, you know, bad decisions, like, normally, like, you're gonna, you're gonna stand by your homie in the bad decision, but then, like, you know, maybe behind closed doors, like, you let, you check them. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you don't necessarily, like, do that to them publicly, yeah, yeah, especially yeah, if it's, like, your homie. Yeah. So, on that note, that's where I'm kind of, like, that, but honestly, I, I, I always kind of feel like Charlemagne has been the type to just do what's best for him. So, I, I, this doesn't really surprise me in terms of, like, what I would expect him to do. So, so, by saying, 
uh, you feel that he's doing what's best for him? Do you feel like, in a way, he's doing it, them wrong by doing this interview? Oof. That's, uh, again, I feel like that's, ooh, that's loaded. That's loaded. Um, I'm not going to say, I, I would say, okay, because I do have to take a stand. I would say if that was, like I said, if that was me and you and you did some shit like that, yeah, I would definitely be like, bro, like, what the fuck? If you didn't fuck with what I was doing or saying. No, but Charlemagne didn't say any, he didn't take any sides. And he even tried to mediate the situation. He said, oh, I, I can arrange a talk between y'all so y'all can calm this. This doesn't need yeah, to be I like this. But I wouldn't say that, okay, but, like, if we're being real, like, and we know who Charlemagne is, I'm, even if he didn't necessarily, Charlemagne is an instigator, and he knows how to instigate stuff well. Yeah. So even if he didn't directly, like, like sound like he picked a side, by the fact that he did the interview without his other two, two co-hosts, knowing that there was previous, like, beef, like, you... I will say this: He didn't know that Gucci felt that way until this interview happened. Like nobody, this is this is this was it coming out that Gucci. Nobody knew this until this interview came out. Oh, so okay, so like I mean, we knew that all the past stuff that happened had happened, and they did all that stuff, but we never heard anything from Gucci about it until now. Okay. So like we can't say that he knew that Gucci was gonna say all this stuff about his co-work. Like he has an interview series that he does with different artists. So. That's also like not abnormal for him to be doing an interview by himself without them. So, I mean, if if, if it was truly that, and there was like no, like, I'm just I'm just throwing in all the factors before you. No, and I'm and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to like like there are other factors that can obviously affect this, mm-hmm. but if there was any like ill will like in that, and any of like you know, I know this is gonna be great for the internet. If any of those things were like the reason like why you did this interview then i would just say as a homie yeah. that that's not like yeah. i don't fuck with that like on a homie level again on a business level if that's you know if that's what you feel like you if that's what you're promoting with your mental health and wellness and all yeah because i mean the whole talk the interview is like an hour i would say like 58 minutes this is a small part of it 58 minutes of it was a him talking to Gucci about how he changed his life, the things that he went through that caused him to become this new, better man that he, that he is. Like, yeah, this is just a, you know, people going to take the drama out of it. They ain't take none of the positive things out of the interview that Gucci was saying. No, <laughs> they took this see, out. But, but with, even with that statement that you just made, though, Charlamagne talks about clickbait all the time. So, I, I again, granted, it was a long interview. I hear all that. But sometimes even in that in that sense, like, oh, like, I know I'm going to be able to... Because t- even on The Breakfast Club, they're notorious for asking the questions or framing questions in ways that they know that they can get a headline or something that somebody's going to click on and go, oh, like, who do we have on today? And they were talking about, you know, such and such, or Cardi, Cardi talked about the whole Nikki thing. You know, they try to pull out sometimes some of the most aggressive drama possible. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying... I. Yes, I know this is what he does. I know that maybe that's, like, he has other podcasts, other stuff going. But I would just really have to know, like, where was your where was your heart, where was your head, all of that. But yeah, yeah. Just, just on homie stuff, like, m- maybe, not the, maybe not the greatest look. No, I feel you. Makes sense, makes sense. How, do, yeah. how do you feel towards it? Like, do you have any, like, you have an opinion on it? Um, I feel like. 
honestly do truly feel like Charlemagne didn't expect. Okay, let me add this part. I should say it to you. He told Envy and Charlemagne, and uh, Envy, I'm sorry, Charlemagne asked Envy and Angelique if they wanted him to cut it out before he put it out, and they told him to leave it in. Oh. So yeah, so yeah, oh, well, I definitely should have okay, said that. My bad. That. That's very important. <laughs> he he spoke to them about it before he put it out, so they knew this was going to be yeah. Oh well, okay. Well, that yeah. Oh well, I mean that just changed. The so whole he thing. did do the homie thing and be like, "Yo, I did this interview, and then it like went kind of yeah, left, I mean, and then like, he started." Yeah, I t- but I can't. What the fuck? I can't be mad at you if I, yeah. Yeah. I can I literally cannot be mad at you if I tell you like, hey. Yeah. You can put this out, like. Okay. Uh, because that was about to be my defense. I was about to say I wouldn't be mad just because we spoke about it. If we're homies, like if we, if I came to you about it, like I didn't know this was gonna happen. I was just doing an interview with this guy, but well, this and happened, and I came to you and told you about it, and you said it was cool. And well, that was gonna be my next part. To yeah. you was gonna be like if the backlash that you guys are receiving from it, like, uh, you, did you did you did you think about what you said yes to? Yes, yeah, so that part. That's what I'm saying. It's like I can't control what happened. So it seems like if there is drama, the drama was fueled by, I guess, social media's reaction. Right, and that's and again, but that's there, there's no telling if there's drama because the Breakfast Club has been through a lot of stuff together as a unit, and they they held strong. So they could just be like, yeah, that's probably why they didn't talk about it. It's like we'll just ride this storm by. That would yeah, and that and that would be like that's that's interesting to see. So yeah, I guess we'll just wait and see. We'll you know we'll be tuning in and keeping up with the vibes and seeing what's going on. But definitely something to think about. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's all I wanted to bring up. Just wanted to see your opinion about it. But I've been seeing things on both ends of the spectrum. So yeah, that's that. Um. Let's see, what else is in the news, in the news? Um, okay, so I guess I'll just kind of keep it hip-hop since we started with The Breakfast Club. Um, so Cardi B came out and was in an interview saying that she is the reason that most female rappers are getting signed so easily now, like getting these deals. I, I'll, I'll just play it. I'll just play it and let you hear it. I'll say this straight from her. Telling people the other day, like it's like I feel like after me, I'll say that it's kind of like easier for a lot of these female artists. Like I feel like before me, there was no female rapper that was signed to a label. Well, you know the ones that already been established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody was signing them. Yeah, right. And now everybody's just signing them. If you could rap and you got a couple of followers because nobody want to miss the opportunity like a lot of labels and people miss the opportunity with me because I went to a couple. (laughs) I went to a couple of motherfuckers. Did they say no, no, no. Was this before you did Love & Hip Hop and stuff like that? Uh, You shopped at the same time? uh, There was one before I did Love & Hip Hop and there was just like negative. And uh, (laughs) they were like negative? I love Cardi. Uh, I, I, I literally like, yeah. You you already know. Like I fuck with her hard, but um. So I yeah. So what do you feel about what she said? So like yeah, this clip. I don't. There's nothing wrong with it. I I agree 110. percent I think people, and I and I I said this when Cardi B came out. Like I like seeing 
like just that energy that she was giving women females and it does seem like now you do hear a lot more like like women rappers out at the same time that are getting signed before it was always like it was like it was like the nikki versus cardi or like or nikki versus you know whoever they tried to pin her up against like it was always like there's one female rapper and we're gonna pin her up against the other one but we don't have like 10 of them out now. But now, yeah. we got Cardi, City Girls, Megan, I mean, Tierra Wack, Rico Nat, like, No Name. List. What'd you say? I said Lizzo, No Name. I was just naming people. No, but I'm just saying, like, you the list can go on with, like, yeah. all the Rico! That, no, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, there's just so many female rappers that people are fucking with now, and, and they are getting signed, so I don't think that 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 that's that crazy of a statement for her to make and i'm not mad at her for saying it yeah i've been seeing i've been seeing few people agree with her most of the people have been like either straight up saying that's not the case or saying things like she she opened the lane for mediocrity and ghost writing to become a norm uh, well, let's okay. Let's not let, let's let's say this because people act like this shit hasn't been going on forever. It's just now everybody is a lot more transparent, and Cardi's one of the few people that is willing to acknowledge the fact that other people write her raps. Whereas mm-hmm. you have other people out here like Nicki Minaj, who clearly people have. Uh, and, and, mm. No, no, I'm I'm saying like I was about to reference like the whole. When she was dating Safari and how everybody's like, she had, since they're not together, nothing has been the same. Like, all I'm saying is, like, this that's not something that's like people haven't said before either. Nikki Did write her write verses. Songs? Safari write songs. Nikki write her verses, though. I, I, nobody can take, like, Nikki write her verses. She spit her shit. And, and I would say it definitely has always been a thing, but well, it's like, more that, common now. It's, okay. It cannot be, it's, undeniably more common now there was it was it was a prideful thing for rappers to say and to write their own shit back in the day like that was and you and i still have more respect for the people like a megan that are writing and spitting like that like i I respect that because you are like this total package but i'm also not going to take away from the fact of it does take something special for you to get on stage and entertain and be that. Oh yeah, as well. for sure. That's why you gotta you gotta shout out to the people who can so, do both. So for people to say mediocrity, I just think like everybody cannot get on stage and do what like she does or bring crowds out or or entertain people in that yeah. way. So if you those could, are just the the hip hop purist, the people who want the person with the pen and pad. You know? Yeah, but, but I mean, hey. yeah. I, I, I def, but I still though I don't see anything wrong with what she said. She it is once people once the industry noticed that there is appetite for you know this type of music for like girls talking their shit like Cardi be talking her shit the way niggas talk their shit like so okay. once they realize that there's really really a market for that right now I do think it has become. I wouldn't say it's become easier, but uh, labels are looking for it a little bit more now to find that. It's probably still a lot harder for a female rapper than just for a guy. But yeah, the labels are looking. The labels are looking. So 
yeah, that's that's why all I brought that up for. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see what we got next. What we got next? Oh, so did you see this? T Pain uh canceled his tour due to poor ticket sales. Yeah, and, I did. And, well, but okay, so I want to bring this up uh, as well because I feel like it's in the same vein. Uh, you know, Rich Homie, another another Atlanta music artist. Rich Homie uh, just canceled his appearance at a homecoming at, I think it was, it's the HBCU. I don't remember. But he canceled, he canceled it because, like, I guess the, the responses were negative once they announced that he was going to be performing at the homecoming. He, it just wasn't as positive as Fort Valley State. Fort Valley? Oh. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's, no, or is it Prairie View? Is Fort Valley a... Uh, no, Fort HBC? Valley State is a college, bro. It's a, it's a I think college. it is. I think it is Fort Valley. It's either that. I don't know, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so like, so yeah, I just wanted to bring up the topic of artists canceling their appearances or tours uh, just due to poor ticket sales. I just personally, I don't, I don't know if I really agree with canceling a show like that because that's kind of like the only the way I'm gonna compare it is that's like if I get three seats to a dinner sold versus like I sell out, you know, to maybe the 25 that I had. Like for me, if you, if there's three motherfuckers that wanted to support me and come out, I'm going to make sure that I still come out. That's how I felt. And I knew you would feel that way just from an artist to artist. But when I saw it, some people understood, I guess just from a logistics point of view, but I guess we're looking at this from artists. Like as an artist, (laughs) I don't I don't get that as an artist because I just want to be able to put my art out there for whoever wants to appreciate it. Exactly. You got you got three people who fuck with you. So (laughs) that's and that's all I need. Like that's all I need. Yeah. So people and again, people just are be worried about the wrong stuff. Mm mm. Well apparently that's been happening a lot though. Like these artists uh not being able to I guess just fill their seat, and I'm I'm pretty surprised though, cause you think T Pain would be able to easily sell out. You know how much I fuck with T Pain, but I will yeah, say I didn't even hear about this tour, so that's okay. another thing people have been saying that the marketing, they should blame the marketing. Well, that and then even the other thing I was gonna say too is like, yeah, like we fuck with T Pain, but do. To the younger people, like, I mean, we're we're getting into that demographic that doesn't necessarily buy albums as soon as they come out or get tickets as soon as they go on sale. You know, yeah, this those, is true. Like those are those young teenagers, high school kids, like college kids. What do they want to hear T Pain? Like that's you know, is he appealing to them? That's a bit wild to me. Like, how can you not? <laughs> it's T Pain. But oh that's God. that. But listen, I mean, okay, and these are also the same Teddy people that Kane. listen to Six Nine. You said what? I said these are also the same people that listen to Six Nine. Honestly, bro, I'm completely fine if we never mention Six Nine on this podcast again. <laughs> okay, okay, great. You're the main one bringing him up. So I know, but at this point, I'm just like, all right, I'm done talking about it. Right. Yeah. All that money. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let's see. On to the next topic. Wait, what were we talking about? No, we're on to the next, right? We're done with T Pain. We're done with T Pain, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, we're done with T Pain. We're done with that T for the day. 
<laughs> that was witty. I like it. Hey. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's see. Well, let's let's keep it on music. What we got? What have you been listening to? What did you listen to on your airplane ride? I I like asking people what they listen to on the airplane. Well, that's honestly okay. First of all, I want you to know that's a biased ass question because you sent me a fucking playlist. Oh, so. you listen to the playlist I sent you. <laughs> so, so I did. I, okay. But, no, but, don't so mean I'm to like, toot no. my own horn, but <laughs> like you're, you're toot, over toot. here. Like, what, what did you listen to? Like, you didn't send me like music, but I will say that it's just just because like um like. Again, if you guys have not listened to Mariah the Scientist, I definitely... Um, <laughs> I've just, been, you know, <laughs> telling her since... No, because I've had to tell a few other people like that. Like, I have heard some people know about her, but then she's still... There's a lot of people that still don't. Most so, people like, won't. Yeah. So definitely check her out. And then, you know, because we were talking about it the other day, I went and, um, down, like, re-downloaded... Um, what is it? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I love this. It's your. It's one of your favorite. It's up there. I think is your top album. Oh, um, Random Excess Memories. Yes. It's so, not even up there. That uh, to me, that is the best album ever created on the face of this planet. I put it up there with, with Mozart. Shit. Okay, so y'all just heard that. So y'all heard how. Like, it's the Modern I, Symphony. I heard. And and this loves music from so, artist okay. to artist. So. With that being said, I I have been playing that like over the last week quite often. I've like been listening to that a lot. It just because that album is a masterpiece. Yeah, and and everything about it is just like a vibe, like good feels, like kind of want to dance, like it makes you. It happy. gives you everything. So, so really great. I've been and 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 there's like half of the songs don't even have to have words on them. No, no, that's and that's the part that I think really blows me because they really. I love Daft Punk, bro. <laughs> like you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that, um, and then also, you know what? I'm gonna shout out because she kind of went away, but but Lord, uh, her her one album just her first I, one. I, yeah, like the oh. first album was amazing, beautiful. Mesh is a masterpiece as well. Whatever she, she like so I've just kind of been listening to some really like classic, just great music that honestly. What is it called? I pure think, heroin. Pure heroin. Yeah, I think yeah. it was just the last lifetime. So that's what yeah, that's, I that's have one been of, yeah. blasting my mm-hmm. ears with for the last couple of days. What about you? What have been in your headphones? Um, I've been listening to Snow Allegra. Uh, still. <laughs> Um, let's see what else. Honestly, I really don't know. What you been jamming in? What about on your way to extend it? Or have you been doing podcasts on the way to work? Because you know sometimes you be like in your car like just blasting shit. So like what, what's been blasting in the car? Snow. Oh shit. Ugh, those feels again. Like, what I, about I when really... you went out and got turned up? What were you blasting? On the way to go turn up, what was I listening to? I ain't gonna lie, I was listening to Black Bear. <laughs> okay, okay. But okay. you know, that's my favorite artist. I will say though, like, yeah, I'm one of those people who like, even though, even though I'm about to go turn up, I will put on some sappy ass music. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, like, for for me, singing along to my favorite song is a turn up. So, 
okay, I, I, I <laughs> right, like, like when you can just belt out and you get yeah. all the ones. Exactly. That is, that is a turn up. It is a turn up. It don't matter if it's sad music. <laughs> like, I feel that. I mean, I Black, Black Bear got some upbeat shit too, though. Word, word, word. But yeah, I was word. definitely I, I put my Black Bear playlist on. I know where to turn up. I've listening to that. I have I've been doing mostly podcasts though these past few days. Um, listening to Snow. Oh, I listened to Nothing Was the Same. <laughs> I took it back to I what I would say is Drake's only classic album. Oh God, here he goes. But anyways, Nothing Was the Same is it, it definitely takes whenever I play the album. It's I, a moment. Yeah, it's, I get it's a moment, you know, because like, didn't it come out around like October? It came out a little bit before Halloween because I remember people were doing Halloween costumes with the clouds behind their head as the album cover. So every time I hear the album, I think about that, and I, maybe that's why I got the feeling to listen to it. And he was recently. born in October, so I wouldn't. Like, yeah, I think, I think it did drop in October because his birthday was either today or yesterday. So. I think it was yesterday. Okay, happy so birthday, like, Aubrey. Yeah, shout out to Drake, you know, mm-hmm. he's been... For the artist, from artist yeah, to artist. Like, you know, he, he's definitely, I feel like, of our generation, has has changed a lot, done a lot, you know. Shout um, out, shout out, shout out. Yeah, he definitely has. I would give it to a, a few people before I give it to him, because he got it from a few people, <laughs> Cuddy, but yeah, for sure. <sighs> He did change a lot because he's the uh, one who got most of the fame. But <clears throat> Cuddy was the originator of this whole new movement, and 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 for most of this new rap, I would say Thug is is the father of a lot of this too. But also, like, can we put some respect on the Bay Area because people take so much shit from the Bay but never give any props to the Bay, like slang, I- lingo, swag, music, all of that. But shout out to the Bay. I think it's so too, but uh, to that point, you know how the East Coast is about stuff. What you mean? I just feel like we're like a lot more. I just feel like once they feel like they have a lock on something, like you're just kind of not gonna like allow people back. Because I feel like that. Because even like Outcast felt so hard to like be accepted. So. I just feel like now that, like, people, re- like, now Atlanta is the home of music and everybody fucks with us. Like, I just, even maybe if you were slightly influenced, like, or something, it's like, no, it needs to be us. Yeah. Like. Where the City Girls from? Miami? Yeah, they're from hmm. Florida. The City Girls? They're from, they're from Miami? Yeah, I think so. I think they're from Florida. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. They, I definitely hear straight up Bay Rap it out of them. That's, who. Yeah, that's shout out to E Forty, man. And you know I talk about this all the time, but E Forty is one of the E-40. most underappreciated artists okay. in the history of rap. But he is the godfather of a lot of this shit, man. He the swag, I'm just like yeah, man. Well, oh, I, I can't. He's even, humble. Oh. Since his Breakfast Club interview, super humble. But he knows though. He knows, bro. Like they they owe this man homage, and it's gonna be one of those situations that. I'm not wishing any death on anybody, but I'm just, you know, everybody dies. When he does pass, people are going to, it's going to be one of those, they, they, they didn't appreciate him until he's gone. But I'm one of those people who I constantly give E-40 his flowers. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, let people please smell their roses while they're here. Please, yeah. please, please, please. So, shout out to E-40, shout out to the Bay. 
thank y'all for all the greatness that y'all sprinkle upon our culture. We we appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, sir, we do. But what were we talking about? I don't know, because you know we'd be going off on tangents. Okay. Um, let's see. That, Let me go oh, back. What, were, what, were listening, what was in our Oh, yeah, music. Tonight. Oh, I got something else. Uh, the new Coldplay album is coming out next month. And you know okay, I'm a huge Coldplay stand, so I'm looking forward excited. to it. And it's a double album, so it's gonna be a lot of music. So yeah, Coldplay is um I would say how I just said random excess memories is I think the best album ever. I will put Coldplay Parachutes up there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um sure. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda go off Maybe this feels like off topic, but you know we do talk about food and shit. And since we don't got nothing chefed up for y'all tonight, I do have to give a shout out to Butcher's Daughter in New York because it's um, like a vegetarian type plant based restaurant. I just ate at amazing yeah. quesadilla, fire nachos, fire fake crab cakes, fire like cocktails on point like i think something was called like party animal pillow talk they were kind of like slick like inappropriate names for drinks like (laughs) they know what they were trying to do yeah you know you know what you expect the people to do when they leave here but um shout out to them great food uh i recommend you to try it if you're in new york in the brooklyn area uh it's definitely up there where where butcher's daughter shout out to y'all shout out to y'all had to try it out. Mm. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> what we got next on topics? Oh, did you see that video of the black man who stopped the school shooting? I, I did. I did. Why did. Why you say it like that? Um, I don't, I don't know, because I felt like it was a very positive, I thought it was a great and, and a positive video, but. You saw the backlash, right? Well, you saw what the internet was saying, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I just there was something about it that didn't rub me like in the right way. Wait, like, what? Yeah, about him? I, about what? No, I'm saying like like it, it was more so like when I seen it posted. Like I know that there was comments and different titles and stuff on the story that like took away from like visually what you were actually seeing. Oh, you know, of course they're gonna find a way to take away from the fact that this black man just saved some lives. But yeah, yeah. That, Respect to him. For sure. Like uh, Shout out to this unknown. Uh, I'm sure the, the identity is probably known. But I don't know shit, so I don't know who this man is. <laughs> I don't know who you are, so I'm just going to say unknown. But uh, respect to you and salute. But uh, I was I was seeing some stuff on the internet. People were like, oh, why so white? Like, people were actually mad talking about some. The, uh, so apparently the shooter had one bullet, and he only planned to kill himself. People are like, oh, you did all this and the man only had one bullet to kill us. I'm just like, okay, so he saved a life. Either way, he still. <laughs> no, like. <I> mean, <laughs> like, that's, what? That's, and, and, no, what is wrong with y'all, bro? But that's how, like, because obviously I'm, pro- I'm probably going to be biased in saying this, but that's probably like how white media wants you to see stuff. Like, you know, you, you have to downplay anything that uh, a black man does that's great. Because you just, you, it's so hard for you to see our greatness, or that instead of being 
that person that's quick to pull the trigger, or, you know, like these white police officers, and shoot a black man mm, instead yeah. of actually sometimes... Because, like, let, let's say, like, you know, I'll play devil's advocate for a second. Let's say you did shoot an armed black man, like, and, and you took his... But did what did you do in that situation to prevent it from ever getting to that? Did you did you, did you you do all you could do in your power, or was that just the first thing? <laughs> they never did. That's usually no. the, the, that gun is the first thing they go to. You know, but then you have a black man that, like, literally uses a hug. A hug. Like, it's, yeah. You could see, though, like, that's all that that kid needed was just, like, some attention, some compassion. The lack of that in his life is probably what took him to that point. But oh. if you watch the video, you could see, you could see just the the emotion in that in that moment. On, the, on that point, too, though, I did read something, like, I, I, I don't know the exact statistic, but I do know that pretty much since the time we were kids, suicide rates have, like, skyrocketed. Um, oh, yeah, I did see that. That's It's the it's the leading cause of death, I think. Yeah, so just, or something so just like that, that point, it's, it's uh, something, some statistic like that. There, I definitely feel like suicide has been sensationalized, like, within... No, it's what's causing the death rate to rise. Because our death rate has risen for the first time. Like, over the past two years, it's risen for the past time in, like, decades. And it's because of the suicide rate. That's what it is. So, I definitely feel like it's been a little sensationalized in the media. I hate to say, like, That show, 13 Reasons. Right. Because I also hate to say, like, it's a show. Because I also think you're a fucking crazy, like, individual. If you watch a television show and you want to go to it, like... That is, like, a bit of a stretch for me because, like, I'm in a healthy place. But if you are triggered, I am sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, that and then just, like, also the other part of that, I think that plays something to that. It's just how I said you're not allowed to bully anymore. So I also feel like these kids aren't able. I feel like kids don't understand, like. They don't got no character. Yeah, like, and I, and I, and I they ain't never been like, through no trials and tribulations of life. Never had any hate, type like, of. People like when I say that, but I really think bullying or like making life that's ain't like meant to life. be easy. That's that's yeah, what people like, got fucked up. They trying to make everything so, super easy and sweet and simple. That's just not what it is. That's not like what? Why we are organisms? Like literally, we are meant to survive, like fight through things. So if you think that everything is supposed to be like easy breezy and a walk in the park you're just yeah it's it's really sad yeah but so anyway shout out to the black out. man and i feel bad for just calling him black man <laughs> but shout out to this gym teacher who saved a life and hopefully this kid finds the help that he needs exactly yeah but on that note i really don't have anything else do you uh, I think all that we got going into for this weekend is, you know, it's the, the beautiful Halloween season. So yes, sir. I, I'm pretty sure we each are going to get to be attending like costume parties. So what are you, uh, what are you, what are you dressing up as this year? Well, I'm torn because I have like more than one costume party to go to, but I don't want to wear the same costume twice. <laughs> oh but God, I also try to decide which costume, which party I want to wear the better costume at. But 
I I, I want to do Static Shock again, which you know, that's, that's my good. go-to. I like the fact that the 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 dilemma is which what like because that's such a dilemma. It like, is. It's like where to wear the better costume. It is. It is. I don't know. I'm probably okay because one of them is on Sunday, and one of them is on actual Halloween. See, here's the thing. I think the like, Sunday one will have more people. And I was going to say, also, I feel like it depends on, like, because if there's one where you're going to be more, I feel like sometimes the ones where you're more lit at, like, the the costume doesn't matter as much because people won't appreciate it. Yes, whereas, that's true. Whereas if you're not as lit, like, people And the more like, intimate, oh like, yeah, like people which like, is the oh Thursday one actually on... Halloween, which I think that's where I was leaning towards wearing my costume. Mm, I, th- I I think that I think that that's like the best way to weigh that out. I think that that's like, yeah. Okay, bet. And then on uh, yeah, Sunday I, I'm gonna just come up with something last minute. But you know, yellow me down, so I'm gonna figure something out. <laughs> but what about you, sir? What about you? Oh, well, <laughs> I know what you're doing, but t- at, tell the listeners. As is tradition, and as we both surprisingly have, like, gotten, Yeah, like, we both have traditional costumes. We always yeah, do just, static, and he always does this character. <laughs> Joker, because it just, it works, it works out so well. And, you know, when they came out, I think for me, like, why Joker hits, like, so dope is because when they did the Suicide Squad. The, the who? The who? The huh? When they did oh. the Suicide Squad one, and they made him gangster, and, like, you know. They, they made him what? <laughs> okay. leave, leave me alone. Gangster. They made him gangster. I fucking hate you. But anyways, it gave him a more urban like feel. A more I urban feel, you know, gangster. I fuck with it because I like the tattoos. I like that I can wear my grill. Like I I got my um you know, shout out to Dan once again because she hey. tailored like my costume. Do you wish? And um it has like so now I'm gonna have an apron. So it kind of has like a chef like feel on top of the fact that I'm gonna be the Joker, which kind of like makes it even more like sick nasty. Yeah. But yeah, no, same same as you. And the other the, the funny thing about the dilemma that you're like facing right now. So the night that I'm working this party that I'm wearing the costume to, there's another costume party that people. But it's like I feel like by the time I get to the costume party, I'm people gonna, gonna work be stuff. too. Uh, like and and my the costume make I feel like it's just gonna look you know so I'm just like you know uh, take a little touch up kit this nigga right here that's that ain't that what the girls do in the car before they get out yeah I don't know I, yeah right I don't know how to do all that shit that shit's extra I have Jasmine coming to do my fucking like costume makeup so you shit. got it bro it's like painting just use that steady hand find a mirror and yeah. And then if it doesn't turn out well, you can say you're the Joker after he got in a fight with the Batman. Okay. I you know what? I respect that. I fuck with that. Right? It works. Right. Right. right, 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 right. For the artist. For the artist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. But um, okay. I guess to end we'll just shine some light and just just I guess we'll we'll both shine some light on this person since we just both mentioned them. We're just going to shine 
as a collective, we're going to shine some light on Dan. One, because she's doing your Halloween costume. And two, because Saturday is her event. No, it is. So it's the official yeah. release of her line, Do You Wish by Dan. And, like, we just love Dan so much. It's her fall 2019 collection. All, all made from repurposed denim, vintage Levi's shower curtains just a whole bunch of dope stuff so shout out to dan october 26 pull up pull up pull up uh three check her seven, out three to seven three to seven check her out on instagram at do you wish dan that sassafras yes it's at sassafras from three to seven this is for the Seattle people, by the way. <laughs> we okay. got to remember that we have people who listen to us all over the country. So, But but yeah. also to anybody that does listen to us like in any other city, follow her. Like, yeah, she, just follow I her. She's she, dope. You would not be upset. She makes pieces for both of us. And she also just makes her own stuff. She has a Depop store. Check that out. Yeah. Love you, Dan. See no, you Saturday. Wavy, wavy, wavy. So, but... With that being said, yeah. I think that means that's the tea for today. That is today's tea. I guess we will just go ahead and write it out. <laughs> Peace. Gleeful.